Well, let's turn the Word of God to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, and we'll read verses 1 through 6. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. Say this in the Word of God. For all this I considered in my heart even to declare all this, that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. No man knoweth either love or hatred by all that is before them. All things are come alike to all. There's one event to the righteous and to the wicked, to the good and to the clean, and to the unclean, to him that sacrifices, and to him that sacrifices not, as is the good, so is the sinner, and he that sweareth, as he that feareth an oath. This is an evil among all things that are done under the sun, that there is one event unto all. Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil. And madness is in their heart while they live. And after that, they go to the dead. Verse 4, For to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything, neither have they any more a reward. For the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Let's pray. Father, again, Lord, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your grace. And uh, Lord, again, we just think of these uh, prayer requests. Lord, just always uh, so many needs, uh, dear God. And as long as uh, we're in this world, there's going to be needs, whether they be uh, spiritual, physical, financial, uh, Lord, uh, uh, domestic, Lord, just uh, in different areas of our life. And Lord, so we're glad that, Lord, we can come to that throne of grace and uh, find help, uh, dear God, uh, to, to meet these needs. And Lord, again, we uh, think of uh, uh, Donald and Donna, Lord, again, Sister Pam tonight with uh, 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 temperature and things. Lord, please, we pray that there wouldn't be any type of infection or uh, issue. But, Lord God, you'd help her to uh, recover and uh, give strength and, and uh, others that are recovering of things. And, uh, dear God, we trust you with these things. Lord, we know you have a will in every situation. And, Lord, we rest in your faithfulness. Lord, we think of Sister Meredith uh, tonight. Lord, we think of even unspoken requests. Dear God, we may not know, but you know, and that's just a blessing that even though we may not know the details, we can still add our faith to that need. And say, God, move and do to your glory. <laughs> now, again, help us as we look at this portion of Scripture. Thy glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And so uh, notice uh, this uh, uh, phrase here uh, in verse 4. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> a living dog is better than a dead lion. Well, of course, you know, basically uh, what's that saying? It's, hey, as long as there's life, there's hope. Amen. As long as there's life. Now, uh, of course, you know, you read here about a dog. And, of course, you're probably thinking about your sweet little puppy dog. Amen. Well, it's not talking about some nice domesticated little uh, 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 puppy, though, if you got a nice dog, I'm glad for you. But it's really uh, in the context here, it's really talking about probably some type of uh, 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 mangy mutt because, you know, the Jews referred to um, uh, uh, the Gentiles as, as dogs. So I don't think that was a compliment 
Why, man, you, you're such a nice guy. You remember me? A collie a friend of mine has, right? No, I don't think that's what they meant, right? It's really saying uh, uh, some type of uh, 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 mutt. And then it talks about a lion. Of course, when you, if they're both alive, you probably think, well, I'd rather be a, rather be a lion than a dog because you think of the lion uh, as the majestic animal. I mean, you watch those videos, and, man, you see those uh, lions come uh, across there. They're such uh, majestic uh, animals. But, hey, if the lion's dead, well, then it doesn't matter how majestic it was, right? Uh, it's, it's gone. So better to be a living dog than a dead lion. Now, if you were to go back and... Uh, uh, read uh, chapter 8 of Ecclesiastes. Uh, Solomon, of course, who's the author of it, uh, mentions any things. And one of the things he mentions about not understanding why the righteous suffer and the wicked prosper. And sometimes it, it seems that way, you know. I mean, you know, you, you watch the news and you see all the, the, the wealthy people and all the movie stars and, you know, all their wickedness just seems like, man, uh, just doesn't seem, seem fair. I'm going through all this and trying to serve the Lord. And, you know, uh, they're out there living a wicked life. It just seems like everything's uh, going their way. Well, that's the thing. It is going their way, you know. The famous song, I did it my way, that might sound good in this world, uh, but that's not the way to end life. And so, listen, if I had to have a choice, as we're going to see here, well, hey, I'd rather it be his way uh, than my way. So uh, it starts off here in uh, verse 1. It says, for all this, he says, you know, he was, uh, all these things were going through his mind, and he considered all these things. And so uh, we see uh, God now begins to teach us about the importance of serving him while we have life. Because, as we see, it's better to be a living dog than a dead uh, lion, because, again, as long as there's life, there's hope. Talk about that. But we see here in verse 1, Give this thought, one ruler, one ruler. Look again at verse 1. For all this I considered in my heart, even to declare all this. Now, just think about that. All this I considered in my heart. Well, here's a question. What have you considered in your heart lately? What do you find yourself meditating upon? What do you find yourself dwelling on? Well, he, uh, he dwelled in life, and he tried a lot of things in life. And uh, he comes to a conclusion here that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. He says, when I consider all this, right, in my heart, I see that everything is in the hand of God. So think of the eternal God. Life is in his hand. The reins of the universe, of course, uh, have never been prayed out of his hands. Uh, God is in, in full control and everything's under his hand. We can look out there and see that all is going on uh, in life, and that we can know by the Word of God, it's in the hand of God. Matter of fact, we recently talked about the second psalm, and of course, it emphasizes this glorious truth about the heathen rages, but God is still on His throne. And as believers, we must realize that all the Christian life, of course, the faith life, right, in, uh, is in the hand of God. Look at that, in the hand of God, the righteous the wise and their works, all that we do. Now think about this. The faith, the life of faith, though, is not knowing that everything is the hand of God, right? That's not the faith life. Well, uh, I know everything is in God's hand. Well, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a good thought. That's a true thought. It's, it's, uh, uh, we need to know that. But here's what the faith life is. The faith life is just not knowing it's in the hand of God, 
The faith life is having the faith to leave it in his hand. <laughs> that's where faith comes in. Oh, I know everything's in the hand of God. Right. Uh, that's easy to say. The hard part is leaving life in, in his hand, leaving our works and decisions in his hand and being guided by him. Because in, in, uh, in, in leaving it in his God's hands, because a lot of times we come to situations and it seems like things aren't going the way we want it to. And what do we want to do? We want to bring it into our hand. We want to try and take control of that situation. But thank God we can read and we can say it's in his hand. But uh, that's not the question. The question is, are we leaving it in his hand? Amen. And are we walking by faith and trusting uh, that fact that he is on the throne? Again, uh, Psalm 2 is about a man wanting to take things out of God's hand. Right. And of course, that's what sin is. That's what sin is all about. What is sin about? It's about the self-life. It's about us wanting to control things. It's about us uh, wanting to make the decisions concerning our destiny and our hands being in control of our life and life itself. Again, as a reminder, Psalm 2, verses 1 through 3. Psalm 2, verses 1 through 3, again, say this. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? And then it says this. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, saying, and this is what they say, verse 3, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Hey, we don't want them ruling over us. We don't want anybody telling us what to do, right? We, uh, you know, today they don't want government telling them what to do. Well, they don't want God telling them what to do. They want to be in control of their own destiny. They want to have their hands uh, on their own life. But uh, thank God we see that, hey, uh, things are in God's hands and we need to live it there. The world says, get your hands off me, God. But the best thing you ever did, and you know this, is what? Put your, the destiny of your soul in the hands of God. Now think about the, the, most, uh, 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 the most precious thing you have is your soul. <laughs> now, if you've entrusted him with that, well then, uh, why would you, and you've put that in his hands, right? And who, anybody here want to take their, their soul out of the hand of God? Well, no. You say, well, no, right? Well, then why would you want to take anything else out concerning your life out of the hand of God? So you're better off leaving everything else in his hand as well. And so that's a, that's a good uh, prayer of faith. God, I know that uh, everything is in your hand, right? We like that, right? Well, let's all sing that together. We got the whole world in his hand, right? Remember uh, singing that? I don't think we sing that as a hymn song. But, you know, uh, but that is a good thing to remember, right? He does have everything uh, in his hand and say, Lord, uh, my life is in your hand and I want to keep it there, Lord. Uh, you know, just like, you know, you see your kids reaching for something that's dangerous, right? If you saw, if you, if you saw your, your, your child reaching for that knife or, uh, you know, they grab that pair of scissors, sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll smack their hand real quick and say, oh, don't touch that, that's dangerous. We should say, Lord, that's what I want you to do. When I, when, I, when I try to reach for that control of my life, when I try to put my hands back on my life, you know what I want the Lord to do? I want him to say, no, that's a dangerous thing to do. You need to put your hand back down, amen? Get your hand away from that control of your life, amen? You just leave it right where it is. I've, I, you know, uh, it's the righteous and their works. I've got this under control and trust me with it. These things that we uh, pray about, you know, I always try to remember, even when a situation comes up and all of a sudden maybe, it, you know, it, it takes me by surprise and all of a sudden I feel 
uh, a week, I just got to stop for a moment and say, Lord, I have to remember that you have a will in every situation, right? I just help me to be sensitive to what it is and be willing to yield to whatever the will is uh, in that situation in my life and leave it in your hands. Lord, please keep my hands off the controls in my life. So we see one ruler, everything's in the hand of God and let him continue to be the one ruler in your life and control those things. But notice here in this event, it mentions something else. It mentions one event. Again, verse two, all things uh, come alike to all. There is, notice the statement, one event. One event to the righteous and to the wicked, to the good and to the clean, and to the unclean, to him that sacrifices and to him that sacrifices not, as is the good, so is the sinner. He that sweareth, and he that feareth an oath, right, to the one that does everything right, to the one that gets everything wrong, you know what? They're going to face the same event. And this is an evil among all the things that are done under the sun, that there is one event unto all, one event unto all. Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil, and madness is in their heart while they live, and after that they go to the dead. What's that one event? Well, of course, it's death. Both of these verses, 2 and 3, mention that one event. The one event, of course, is death. We all live, we all die, and death comes to all people. But many of us, of course, we've uh, experienced uh, uh, a death uh, with uh, uh, loved ones or, or friends in our life. And, uh, you know, uh, we, of course, you know, we think about them. You know, I think about my mother. You think about your loved ones. You think, man, I, 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 wish, I, I wish I could talk, you know, just have a few more minutes to talk to mom. Or I wish I could have a, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, this, this last year, since my friend, Brother Crab, I, I, you know, I, I'll be going, I'll be thinking about something or going through something. I said, man, I, I miss those phone calls when I could just call him up and he would encourage me or call him up and, and uh, he would pray with me or he would just, uh, you know, uh, uh, give us something. We all, we all have those memories. And so we all know about that one event. But because of death, right, and the reality of it, we can't have those moments again, at least on this side. But we need to think about that. There's one event, but praise uh, God if you're saved, even though there's that one event, right, that we know we're going to face, here's the good thing about that one event. You say there's a good thing about that one event? Yeah, it's, it's an event, but it's not the main event. Amen. <laughs> if you're saved, it's an event. We're all going to face it. We're all going to face death. It is an event, but thank God it's not the main event, right? The main event is going to be seeing Jesus, amen, and those loved ones on the other side. So that event, too, is in God's hands, right? It is appointed unto man once to die, and, and uh, we don't know when that appointment is going to be or how that appointment is going to enter uh, into our life. But you know what? We just need to leave that event in God's hands, too, and know that it's out there, but not let it uh, uh, distract us. But until that event comes, don't let it hinder us enjoying life's events. You know, sometimes we get caught up in that and we walk out and uh, 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 we worry, you know, talking about a dead line. Well, sometimes we worry about the living line. You know, there's a line without, there's a line without, and we miss out on the events of life. Hey, listen, it's going to happen. And hey, when it comes, it comes. We can't do anything to stop it. So don't let that slow us down in our events of life and in serving God. Because as we see here, right, uh, there's one ruler, God, keep everything in his hands and let him worry about that one event. 
because as long as we have life, this is our one opportunity. Look at verses four through six. For to him that is joined to all the living, and this is good, hey, hey, there's hope. It doesn't matter how mangy of a dog we are, amen. As long as there's in this life, uh, there's hope, amen, that we can get cleaned up and uh, maybe somebody will take this old dog home, amen, and treat him, treat him right. I don't know if we can train. I don't know if this dog can be trained. My wife's been trying to train this dog for uh, 38 years. I'm, I don't know uh, uh, how good I am at that. But uh, as long as there's breath in this life, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they shall die. Hey, it's going to happen. But the dead know not anything, neither have any more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Now notice this, also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Neither have So in other words, if uh, we're going to do anything for God, now is when we have to do it, right? Why we have this one opportunity. God tells us what death does. It brings the end of all earthly opportunity. In this passage, it is though God steps right on the other side of death. And he's saying, listen, you're headed towards this event. And so, listen, before you get here, use this one opportunity uh, to serve me and do what you're going to do. The Lord speaks strictly about earth, of course, and not eternity. Death ends all opportunity for service to the Lord. It ends everything. And that is why a living dog is better than a dead lion. God is saying that any threat of life is better than death because death ends all earthly opportunity. And so that's why, listen, we need to love now. We need to care now. You know, often our priorities are so uh, mixed up, getting sidetracked by uh, the things of life. Um, uh, it just remind me of a, uh, a, a, a video I saw that was on the, uh, on the news. I guess it must be a video that's going around. And it must be somebody's grandmother talking about uh, the end of life. And I can't remember exactly what she says, but she's saying something like, you know, how she went through life always waiting, you know, for that, you know, that, that, that next thing. You know, oh, the kids are born. Oh, I can't wait till they're out of diapers. Oh, I can't wait until they reach, you know, uh, this stage. You know, oh, I can't, you know, wait till they're out of high school. Oh, I can't you know, wait till they're out of college. Oh, you know, I can't wait till they get married. And then, you know, I kept, you know, waiting for that next event. And then I realized that I let all these events pass by, you know, always looking for that, that next thing instead of just, you know, living in the moment where my child was, basically what she was saying, you know, and just focusing on uh, the moment. And that's, uh, that's what the devil will, will do, you know. He'll either keep us uh, uh, sidetracked by something in the past or get us, you know, uh, looking towards some event, that next event, uh, maybe in a period of life in the future, and we miss out on what God is doing right now and the opportunities that we have right in front of us and how we can be uh, serving Him and living in the moment 
uh, uh, if you will, because, hey, we've all had a, had a, a loved one uh, pass on, and we all said, oh, if I'd have just, you know, one more time, or that time, uh, you know, that time uh, uh, mama called, or that loved one called, and I said, oh, sorry, you know, I'm busy, maybe next time, or this or that, you know, and, you know, we didn't get that, that next time. So as we think about that, you know, hey, one ruler, everything's in God's hands. We, let's trust him with it. Let's take our controls off of it. And then that one event that's coming, hey, uh, let's, let's know that it's out there, but, not, but let us help us to focus on today and the opportunities that we have today uh, in service of the Lord. So, you know, just some reminders, love while you can love, serve while you can serve, thank Amen. Be thankful while you can be thankful. Be a friend while you can be a friend. Pray while you, I don't know, I don't know anybody who gets in life, oh, if I'd have just, you know, prayed more, if I just spent more time uh, with God. You know, it talks about, you know, love. You know, once, 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 once we're gone, we can't show that love anymore. It says right there, also their love. What's going to end? Their love. So, you know, love. Take that time. Like they say, you know, we go to funerals. What do we do? Oh, well, hey, we got to order some flowers. You know, well, how many roses are we handing out along the way uh, before the funeral? But then it mentions hatred and envy. Think about that. Well, you know, uh, uh, when we die, however, you know, you, 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 you may hate somebody. Or you may have something in your heart against somebody. And you know what? That's going to end when you die. So you know what that means? It'll be too late to get that thing right. It'll be too late to restore that relationship. You know, so uh, just like, hey, the, the good things are going to die, but you know what? The bad things are going to end too. And so you won't have that chance to, you know, you walked around all that time and wasted your life, that opportunity, walking around with that hate in your heart towards somebody, walking around with that envy in your heart uh, towards something. And boy, what a, what a waste to take that to the grave with you when you have an opportunity uh, 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 to uh, uh, get, get, that, get that out of a heart. Don't walk around with those things in your heart, right? Do not waste your opportunity on those things. Forgive when it comes to hatred, envy. Uh, be content with such things as you have. Live for what is worth living for. The things we hate or if we have odd in our heart, amen, you know, one day it's not going to matter. When, you, when you're dead, whatever you held on in your heart, you know, it's not going to matter. Well, if it's not going to matter then, don't let it matter today. Don't let it matter today. You know, it doesn't matter now. Well, don't let it matter now then, right, in light of eternity. Those things that we envy or that we, uh, uh, those we envy or the things that we, we, we envy one day, you know what, it, it's not going to matter. Well, if it's not going to matter when I die, don't let it. Don't let it matter today. If it's not going to be important when I die, right, then don't let it be important today. What is going to be important when I die? Well, hey, uh, the love that I showed to people, the friendship that I had with people, the people that I, I witnessed to, the service that I had, those things. Well, if those things are going to matter when I die, well, then yeah, how much I did of that? Well, then let them matter today. The things that aren't going to matter when I die, well, then don't let them matter uh, today. So many people are still walking around with things in their heart, like, like we talked about last week. They got a lot of even uh, people in church that are tree huggers, like we talked about last week. They just can't let go of that thing. Let go uh, of that thing. Amen? Like we said, hey, if you're going to have your arms around something, have your arms around Jesus. 
Have your arms around those children. Have your arms around uh, your neighbors. Have your arms around uh, the souls of people. That's what you want to have your arms around. So, again, verse 6 ends like this. Uh, Let's just read the whole verse again. Also their love, their hatred, their envy is now perished. And out of those things mentioned right there, the only thing that's going to matter when you die is the love. Neither have any more portion forever. Nope, you can't. The Lord's not. You know, even during the, even though we might be here during the millennium, praise God, we're going to live on earth during the millennium. But you know what? You're not going to be able to go back and correct anything that, that happened when you lived on earth before. So, well, maybe, in the, maybe uh, uh, during the millennium I can get that thing right. No. Nope. No, no, he won't be able to get it, get it right then. It, whatever's done when you close your eyes is done. Neither have they any more portion forever. So now, amen, if there's somebody to love, if there's somebody to witness to, if there's somebody to get something right with, now is the time to do it. Listen, what's going to matter when you die? Let it matter today. What's not going to matter when you die? Don't let it matter uh, today, right? Notice that in anything, in anything that is done under the sun. So, right, if you're going to do it, get it done now. So when the event comes, the script is going to be complete, right? The words, the end, are going to be put in place, right? Just like you see on every tombstone, right? You see born on this day, died on this day, and right in between is that little dash. <laughs> and that's what it ends up being, just a little short dash. And so what we get in between those two dates is what's going to matter. So as we finish up, be reminded, right, on a daily basis that all of life is in God's hands. You're his child. No, never alone. We sang it, right? No, never alone. Everything is in his hands. And you know what? Leave it there. Amen. Don't try to put your hands on something that only God's hands should be on. So we must live by faith. Again, the faith life is not knowing that it's in his hands. The faith life, and this is where we struggle, is keeping it. It is in his hands. Keep it in his hands. Think about death and gain a right perspective of what is truly valuable and important in life. Death is going to end our earthly opportunity. So until then, take the opportunity to live and live in the moment and be conscious in your service for God. We must do what God would have us to do, again, while we have life and opportunity. Hey, you know, hey, a dead dog is better than a, I mean, a living dog is better than a dead lion. But you know what? Even if the lion's alive, don't waste your time trying to become the lion. <laughs> Just say, hey, man, listen, uh, like I always tell you, say, once a gypsy, always a gypsy. Hey, that's what I'm going to be my whole life. No use trying to, uh, 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 to be something else, you know. Uh, so just listen, stop trying to be something I'm not. Just realize I am what I am by the grace of God. And now on a daily basis, I want to be focused on serving him. We must do what God would have us do while we have this one opportunity. As long as there's life, hey, there's hope. Amen. As long as there's life, there's opportunity to love the way we should love. There's opportunity to witness the way we should witness, serve the way we should serve. There's opportunity, amen, that when there's things in our heart that shouldn't be there to get those things right uh, and those, uh, the, the things that uh, we shouldn't be focused on to get realigned and stay focused on what we should be focused on. So, hey, I just want to say I'm 
glad to be a living dog. Amen. <laughs> and I want to take the opportunities uh, that God uh, gives me before they take me to the pound. Amen. All right, let's pray.